Hey BBWs, we're so excited to announce our first sponsor, Burn the Patriarchy Candles. Burn the Patriarchy's candles are handmade soy candles with a feminist agenda. They are made in small batches so they will sell out. You can buy these sweet little babies at www.burnthepatriarchycandleco.com. At checkout, enter the promo code BLOCKBUSTER to receive 10% off. Again, that's www.burnthepatriarchycandleco.com, promo code BLOCKBUSTER. Thank you. Bye. Come with us where the corn is popped and the throwback Thursdays never stop. It's a magical land not far away. All you have to do is just press play. So hop on the couch and close your eyes. Gonna party like it's 99. Join us, watch the movies of our lives with Blockbuster Wives. Welcome to Blockbuster Wives, where your two favorite 90s babies talk about movies from the era of a certain blue and yellow video rental store. I'm your host with the most eggnog, Shea Baby. And this is Stacy, not always kind, but always unwinds Christmas lights. Ah! And you're listening to Blockbuster Wives, holiday edition. Can you feel it? Can you feel the holiday spirit? Do you feel it? It's coming for you. It's right behind you. <laughs> it, rained, ah! it, it really is, is like right behind right, us. Right behind us. It is fully in December. We're sorry that our first uh, holiday episode's a smidge late, but it is the holidays. We got a lot going on. Honestly, Stacy had a beautiful Friendsgiving last weekend, which was in Creds. It was so much fun. Everyone saw her house and was like, holy fucking shit. And you guys have been here since the beginning, like since the conception of like, her even thinking about getting a house so like you've been oh on this journey gosh, with you're us. so right yeah. yeah this house was not even a twinkle in my eye when mm-hmm. we started the podcast nope. and who knew that six months later we'd be here none of us but we're and so this, glad that you've joined us on this journey yeah, this wood paneled den this sex palace of, <laughs> of your i don't know i just think it's so like sexy and cool of creativity and vibes exactly but we welcome you guys. We're so glad to be back for the start of our holiday hooey wuddy. Holiday hooey wuddy. Holiday hooey. If you don't know what that's from, you're about to find out this month. Stay tuned because you're going to be so annoyed during that. <laughs> 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 that's me and uh, Stacy's favorite movie. Name that movie. Okay. Anyways, today we're going to be talking about one of our classics, mm-hmm. the Santa Claus. Wait, before we do, I oh, just yeah. want to revisit Friendsgiving for five seconds. Oh my God. Yes, please. Let's rewind. at Friendsgiving, we premiered another thing that we spoke into existence on this podcast, yes. which was our specialty cocktail. Hell yeah, you guys. It went over so well. Everyone was coming up to the two of us being like, holy fucking shit, this shit fucks. And I was like, yes, it is so yummy. And if you didn't listen to that episode, so you don't know what we're talking about, it was pretty simple. It was just like a Midori sour, but what do we... But it had a baby bottle pop powder rim. Yeah, it was a strawberry one. A candy garnish. Yeah, maybe we'll... do We we posted pictures, but we can post another one if you guys want. You should post Um, it to the main feed. It was Gorgina. Everyone loved it. It was very festive and also just really fun. And um, also I got, so I, there was one person that I had never met before at this party and they came up to me and they're like, wait a minute, you're the other blockbuster wife? And I was like, that's my identifier. 
And I was like, was yep, dope. this is the old ball and chain. <laughs> it was sick. I was like, oh my God. Someone knows me from Blockbuster Wives. It was so. very cool to be like, this is your co-host. And I was like, yes, I my know. wife. I know. It was so cool. Like, Because I feel like pretty much everyone in my life knows that you're my wife. Wo- I mean, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I talk about. So people yeah, know the that you're my wife. The relationship was pre-established. Yeah. I'm like, we've been here. We've been official. But... um. No, it was very cute. It was very cute. And everyone loved it. And everyone was getting crunk. Yeah, but we did learn a lesson. And that is much much gummy candy you cannot submerge into a cocktail. And I don't know if it was because it was cold, if it was just the liquid, if it was the alcohol. But some combo of that shit, do not not advise. It turned like rock hard. It was weird. Yeah, fully annihilated. And it, it was rock hard, but also like somewhat like almost like not gummy on the outside because obviously it's a gummy but it was like uh i don't know the proper term for it almost like muddy i don't know you know mm, what i'm talking about no like i just know i was like trying to gnaw and it looked like i was like a dog gnawing on a bone I'm like well once you bit into it it was hard you couldn't bite all the way through but on the outside it was like Gritty? mucky like almost muddy like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to explain it we're gonna have to do it again so mm-hmm. I, I will show you oh and i forgot to bring the candy up Stupid, stupid, stupid. No, you're not stupid. We're going to be snacking on some candy. It's probably best for your ear holes that we're not eating candy right now. Yeah, I was like, can you bring up the candy? (laughs) But that's not a good idea. Um, Maybe you'll catch us in an ASMR episode Mm -hmm. sometime, but as of right now, no. But um, But Shay's fully in her bartender bag because even for tonight, she made this delicious like whiskey sour with an egg white frothiness with a little bit of grenadine. Ugh, so good. Thank you so much. We... I definitely need to buy some um, Luxardo cherries for your bar for you. What does that even mean? They're like the nicest fucking. They're like maraschino, but like on a different fucking level. They're Italian. Luxardo. That's the brand. Luxardo. And they're. That's sexy. Ging. So good. I I used to eat. So I used to give out samples at Italy. Fun fact. Um. And if you guys don't know what Italy is, it's just like an Italian marketplace, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, when we would give those out of samples, I was like, oh, it's Luxardo Day. And I would literally <laughs> steal so many of those fucking cherries. You got cherries put them in, in a bag. your eyes, like a cartoon character. They're, <laughs> so, they're so good. Like the Bing, syrup. another type of cherry. What did you say? Because I said bing, and then I was like, bing, oh. another type of cherry. Wow, your brilliant, your brilliance goes Fire beyond. on all cylinders thanks to this delicious whiskey sour. Cheers, my darling. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Far away clink. Yep. <laughs> we did it. Hopefully you guys heard that. But we yeah. had to reach over our coffee table. I do love a good whiskey sour, um, and I love any cocktail with egg whites. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. If you've never tried it, they're like frothy. They have like a bittersweet taste. They're so fucking good. I highly recommend. Yeah, shake that shit up in any cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, the Friendsgiving was a huge success. Shout out to Brent for cooking the turkey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Stacy for setting everything fucking up. And I just kind of showed up. No, you didn't. You helped all day. Well, I had my girls making signs, eh. fetching drink ingredients. I didn't do much, to be honest. Preparing. I made them prepare their own sleeping area. I was like, listen. Prepare. You <laughs> made my bed. <laughs> But I made you guys help. Uh, she's uh, like, I made you put make your own bed arrangements. I'm like, you made my bed. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but I was like, here's all the shit. Uh, I gotta go do other things. <laughs> That's true. She had a thousand things to do and she killed it and was like, you know how some people, when they throw parties, they become 
like monsters i feel like i'm one of those people where i just get too stressed out because i'm doing too many things and i'm like <laughs> stacy's not like that she keeps you know it cool. my secret what lists mm. i literally write down everything i have to do in a notes app with yeah. a little checkbox and then when i check it off it gets all pretty and highlighted and goes to the bottom of the list Ooh. you feel very accomplished and you don't feel like you have to remember everything because I feel like that's half the battle that is, is trying to remember all the things you have to do and being worried that you're going to forget something mm-hmm. and then you inevitably do forget something and then that makes you stressed out. So just write it all down. Even dumb shit like turn on ice maker. Like I put that down. And that's not even dumb because a lot of the, that is something that people would fucking forget. Right. But, but I think people trash. think like, oh, I won't forget. And it's like, yes, you will. And that makes or breaks a party. Ice. Mm, you got to have ice. Yeah, you got to have hell. At one ice. point, I was horrified to discover that we ran out of water for the ice maker. And I was like, oh, no. This up. But do you do like a timestamp as well for the, your lists? Um, if something is time sensitive, yeah. I put the time and I bold it. Got it. So okay. like turkey. I was like one o'clock. Turkey. Must exactly. be. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, well, that's my that's my hot tips for hosting over the holidays without losing your mind. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I say I'm the host with the most. Well, I say host with the most late fees, but really, Stacy <laughs> should be saying host with the most everything. Oh, she's the best. I enjoy it, and it's fun. Yeah, that's the like thing. don't throw parties if you don't like them. Yeah, like you truly love yeah, hosting. Yeah, so much fun. I do too, but I think um, maybe I just put too much on my own plate. I think that's my problem. That's the other advantage of writing everything out. You will yeah. start to see like, oh no, and that's why when you guys are like, what can I help with? I could literally look at my list and I'd be like, making signs. I'm not good at that. They are delegation. That was so much fun. I love. I love making signs and like drawing like little cartoons and shit. It's my it's one of my favorite things ever to do. So anyway, we killed it. That was a great was party. Amazing. I had so much fun. Me too. Well, I'm glad we had this little Friendsgiving recap. Me too. Before we get to our movie recap. Exactly. And it's a good intro because there's Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, and then we move mm. right along to the holidays. Now, we're not going to do just Christmas movies. We do have one Hanukkah movie that I've never seen. Me neither. So we're very excited for that. Okay. And then we have an additional movie that's not technically a holiday movie, but it is like deeply winter themed in my opinion. Yeah. It's very cold. So it fits. Yeah. So, but you guys will, you'll see, you'll see what's up. Anyway, we're talking about the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus, which is a pun name. Mm. And I don't know if I've said this on this podcast, but I love movies that are based off of like puns or like what if the santa claus was a santa claus of a contract like i love that <laughs> shit. And i think there's a lot of movies like that but of course right now i can't think of any i know i can't think of any either um, okay for example yeah. the night before christmas with vanessa mm. hudgens and it's like k-n-i-g-h-t and it's like Ooh. that is a movie premised on a pun hell yeah and i know i'm gonna be thinking about so many different ones after i leave here but I know exactly what you're saying. Right. And you know just somebody thought of a phrase and wrote a script around it, which is just hilarious. Fuck yeah. And honestly, it's a great concept. Mm-hmm. The Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. Fucking brilliant. But I'm just going to say this now. Yeah. Bernard does not define Claus correctly. Oh. Bernard says, we'll oh, get Bernard. to Bernard the elf, yeah. who looks like Gordo from Lizzie McGuire and is super hot. But anyways, he at some point tells <laughs> Tim Allen, like, Claus, as in the last line of a contract not what a clause is see when he said that in the movie i was like is that true it's i feel not like true. okay see it my... could be the last line of a contract but a clause in a contract is just like a clause in a sentence it's just like a 
a segment of text that refers to something. So it could be anywhere on the clause. It could be like a term. It could be a definition. But it so it doesn't. It could be anywhere. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Usually, there's several clauses in a contract. So there might be like a termination clause that talks about what happens if somebody wants to end the contract. There could be like a late fee clause. Mm. Like all those different sections of the contract yeah. can just be called clauses. Holy smokes. See, this is something I do not know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the last line in a contract. But anywho, I digress. Bernard. The Santa Claus, a pun based movie. Fucking Bernard. You know what? Go to law school and then come back okay. to me. Okay. Before you start using legal <laughs> terms and making binding. I have a lot to say about the legality of Are this contract. Sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners who don't know, I am a lawyer in my day job. The best lawyer I'm not ever. even a civil lawyer or a contract lawyer, but I did pass the bar and I know a little bit enough to know you want to legally search my shit. Yep. Sorry, and she passed on the first time, might I add. Yay, which thank God because it my fucking queen. sucks. Nobody ever does that. It sucks to take it again. And yeah, a lot of people have to do that. It's really annoying and very expensive and very stressful. And everyone's just like, did you pass? Did you pass? Did you pass? That must be so fucking annoying. But she didn't have to worry about that because she did pass on the first try. Cheers to you. Never doubted you. Ever in my life. All right. Well, Mm. I guess we can um, do a little summary. Yeah. Okay. So the basic plot is due to some not binding legal shenanigans <laughs> kind of a quirky separated dad tim allen mm-hmm. has to take on the role of santa claus very unwillingly and it's kind of happening to him against his will so the movie is about him like dealing with it coming to terms knowing no one's gonna believe him building a relationship with his son trying to fulfill this role and it's just one of my favorites that was beautiful it's also one of my favorites tim allen you know, say what you will, but he is so fucking funny in this movie. He reminds me of my dad. Mm-hmm. Like a yes, lot of his mannerisms, the things that he's like the little like little jabs he makes, the little jokes are so my fucking dad. It's wild. Plus, he was like a huge cokehead in like the 70s, 80s. And so oh, yes, I would love to talk about this because I previous to like preparing for this episode, yeah. I just thought he was a cokehead comedian and that's like all it was. And then I started <laughs> looking into yeah. that area of his life mm-hmm. and oh my God. Yeah. He snitched on 25 people mm-hmm. to avoid a lengthy prison sentence. Yep. Because he got fooled by an undercover cop into selling coke at the airport. Oh, I didn't know it was at the airport. Which is a dumb idea because now you're on federal property. I had no idea it was at like, the airport. Don't go to the airport to sell coke. I know this was pre 9 11, but still. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, and the agent was totally like, I work for the FBI. And he oh, was like, no. And then he sung like a goddamn canary. Of course he fucking did. I know. Canary. I was like, how? Damn, he's lucky he got famous because if it did not work out for him, he would have been iced. Yes. For sure. 25. Like, that's a big drug bust. Oh, yeah. That you single-handedly did. Oh, for sure. Like, crazy. And he only did, I, I mean, he did do time, but I think it was, like, four years. Really? He which did is, four years? He did four years, I think. Like, two to four <laughs> years. Which I always say, like, five and under, it fucking sucks, but it won't ruin your life. Right. Anything longer, you start getting to ruining your life territory. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, d- he did time. He did time. 
And then fast forward to him being in the fucking Santa Claus. And being like a Republican. I'm like, bro. No. He, but I wonder yeah. if that's part of it. Like I was going to say. You know. I do think that ties I in. Think it is. Especially him being a snitch. No offense. But right. Like, he's like, oh, no, I love the government. America. Like, don't look right. at me. Everyone else is worse than me. Let me wrap Everyone. them all out. Like, that is so right. fucking. I'm like, are you kidding? That's so right wing. Mm-hmm. Hate to say it, but oh my God. Mm-hmm. The, the tough boys really do. Uh, once the FBI or the mm-hmm. ones the police are tickling scared. their pickle, they're like. Um, let me tell mm. everyone everything about my fucking life. Not like Martha Stewart. No. It was like, good day to you. Yeah, she's like, fuck <laughs> y'all. Bad bitch. Anyway. All right, corporate bullshit? Yeah, okay. I'm handling that for this. Let's okay, do Okay, so it. this fantastic movie came out November 11th, 1994. So it was appropriate for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Perfect. Which is great. That is. It's 97 minutes long. Okay, so right about our perfect time. Yeah, I guess it wasn't originally a Disney movie, but then Disney was like, this is great. Um, it, budget was $22 million, but it boxed $190 million. Holy smokes. Aww, very, very <gasps> successful. That does not surprise me whatsoever. It was directed by John Peskin, who this was his first feature film directing debut. He had done a ton of TV, including Home Improvement, which is where I'm sure he vibed with Tim Allen. Was Home Improvement before or after this? Home Improvement was before. Interesting. Very, very successful. Right, because it was like 80s, right? In fact, this was like, um, uh, why can't, why am I thinking on his name? Oh my God. Tim Allen. Yeah. This is like Tim Allen's first movie role. Oh, shit. Because he did TV. He did Home Improvement. But he was such a star on Home Improvement that he yeah. wanted this. And you know what? A lot of that comedy really bled in to mm-hmm. this movie. It's very Home improvement It is. But it's nice that he could do it without a laugh track. Very true. Because some of those jokes, if you imagine without the laugh track, are rough. heinous. So rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. Starring Tim Allen. And what's so funny is I always go to the IMDb trivia page. Yeah. And it usually has some gems. But it's not vetted. And sometimes you get some IMDb trivia trolls. Oh, God. And that happened for this film. Because I'm like, oh, this movie was offered to Robin Williams to do that character. And it's like, Tom Hanks, Chevy Chase. And then the names kept getting weirder and weirder. And then I realized there's 25 entries from people saying, like, this role was actually supposed to go to so-and-so. And one of them was Alan Rickman. And I was like, okay. Oh, my God. This is, like, like I kept writing know. them down, and I was like, no, this is not, no way. Alan Rickman is Snape, right? Yes. Yeah. If you don't know, Alan like, Rickman is fucking Snape. I was like, who, like, posted on Reddit to go add this shit? That is so stupid. So it's hard to know, like, who actually was fucking offered this role, because the IMDb people are having a little prank. I feel like I could see Robin Williams doing it, but I don't think he would be as funny in this role. As he would be in other roles. Yeah, and that's like the first one I saw, and I was like, okay. And then one was like Sylvester Stallone and shit, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Another star of the movie who plays the stepdad psychiatrist, his name is, his real name isn't this, but he's called Judge Reinhold. And his nickname became Judge because as a baby, he looked so serious, I guess. Oh, really? he had lawyer parents, so they called him Judge Reinhold, and it stuck. I can't remember what I've seen him in, but he's handsome. He's a handsome fella. Yeah. Feller. And then you got Wendy Crewson playing the mom. Batty. Um, if IMDb trivia page is to be believed for this, Sally Field, Goldie Hawn, Kate Burton were all offered this role. But then they also said Liza Minnelli. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not true. So I don't know what's real, people. I'm sorry. 
And then you have David Kermholtz as the elf Bernard and Eric Lloyd as sweet little Charlie. Okay. Charlie is maybe one of the cutest kids I've ever seen in my life. He's so adorable. Thank you for saying that because as a kid, I looked exactly like Charlie. You did look just like Charlie. (laughs) I had the same little haircut, the same little round face, probably the same clothing because I was a total tomboy. Fuck yeah. Me too. Um, And I love... David Crumholtz. He is so fine. Mm, he's so amazing in this. He's has a 73% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. 65 audience score. Which I was like, that seems low. That does seem really low for no reason. Um, Ebert gave it 2.5 stars. Which hmm. I feel like is kind of high for him for a holiday movie. Yeah. But then he said, this is oh, so no. pretentious. Oh, God. Here we go. He said, I would have traded a lot of the Santa Claus for just one shot of Groucho Marx explaining how there ain't no sanity clause. What? What are you even talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, Ebert? Uh I was like, you're being too smart, okay? No, he is. I have. Does it pass the Bechdel test? No, not at all. Zero. (laughs) Zero. Like, actually zero percent. Maybe negative zero percent. Yeah, no. It's a man's world in this. It's really Tim Allen's world. I don't think there's any woman talking to any woman (laughs) for any amount of time the whole movie. No. <laughs> I think the only time is when the, like, I don't know if it's the school counselor or the principal, but she talks to the mom, but, like, there's still two men in the room. So she's, yeah, like, they're talking, talking all about the men. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so wild. Okay. Yeah. It's very that interesting so to think about that for our movies. <laughs> That's all I got for corporate bullshit. Beautiful. I love it. And I really hope that um, Sylvester Stallone was actually considered. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Liza Minnelli dude oh my god playing the elf mm-hmm. okay so do you want to just like jump right in to yeah. parts that we thought okay well the movie starts off and Tim Allen is at a holiday party for his company and let me just say all of those holiday parties for like a big company seem unhinged I know I w- I've never worked at a company that large so I don't know what it's like the only time I've ever been to anything like that was for like a casino and theirs are much more corporate yeah so they don't really have like alcoholic beverages really not not the ones that i've been to and it's kind of like everyone invite your whole family it's not like just Mm. you know people that work for the company Mm -hmm. whereas like in movies i feel like it's all just the co-workers together yeah i literally just had my holiday party today for my work oh you did and it was just all workers and since Points. we were for the government, we're not given a budget, so everyone has to, like, pay for everything. <laughs> so it just doesn't feel very, right. like, wow. <laughs> what was it like? What did you do? Um, we went to this restaurant called Pan Vino, which is by the airport. It was very nice. The food was bomb. Ooh. And we had almost all of our whole office, which is, like, almost 100 people. Uh-huh. We just had, like, a nice little seated dinner. We gave out awards. We had a silent auction, an ugly uh-huh. sweater contest. Oh, baby photos. So I shared that hideous picture of me as a baby. <laughs> it's not hideous. No one knew it was me. <laughs> guys, it's hideous. I have male pattern baldness. It is not hideous. I guys. have like weird bat ears and feet. Here's the thing, though. Here's my hot take. I really don't think babies are ugly ever. Shay, when I show people this thing, <laughs> they laugh and they go, Is that you? Stop. And I have to say, Yes. I don't think babies are ugly ever. I am like, that goblin creature. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I, that is my Maybe hot take we'll also share that to the feed and let the people decide. <laughs> she's laughing because she's seen it and it's it's but I remember you sent it to the group text and I remember saying you're not fugly but you're laughing and smiling laughing as you're saying this I, I feel like I have this argument with people like 
every not every day but i feel like i have it so often where people are like i was an ugly baby or oh i just saw a baby that was like super ugly and i'm looked at like a fucking idiot for saying i don't think babies are ugly and people are like yeah they fucking are you're wrong and i'm like no i'm not babies are fucking cute and yeah they look like squished little potatoes but like <laughs> that's the brand of babies and then they grow up to yeah, not look you like know that. the mandrakes and harry potter exactly that <laughs> i know but like i still don't think it's ugly it's like how do I even explain it? I guess I'm cute in a goblin-esque way. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say that you're a goblin. I just feel like babies are, like, squishy and, like, their heads are shaped weird. But so many babies are so cute. Like, genuinely, like, oh. But that's how I feel about, like, all babies. Okay, but we gotta admit there's a spectrum. Well, there's a spectrum for everything, mm-hmm. sure. But, like, I'm saying... Well, I'm on the ugly side. No, she's fucking not. She's never been... Like, you shit your fucking... Hey, listen. I got cuter, thank God. She was never fuckly. I don't understand <laughs> this. I feel like I Again, have this conversation. We'll let the people decide. I have this people conversation. People do a poll. Is this baby fuckly? Stop! <laughs> yes or no? Okay. Babies are not ugly ever. Let's move on. No, <laughs> They're not. And you know what? I feel like alone on this island. Because like everyone else. We'll see what the people say. I genuinely want to do this. And I'm telling you. Okay, fine. We'll put pictures of us as babies up. No, you are a cute baby. We just have to do my picture. We'll just do my picture. (laughs) Is this baby fugly? Yes or no? (laughs) And if you say no, you're wrong. I'm like, no. (laughs) We'll just say we'll protect your anonymity. So please be honest. So do you want people to like comment or do you want people to just vote? I just want to be yes or no. Okay. Got it. We'll do it right after this. Okay. We'll perfect. remember. Well, um, anyway, that was our holiday party. <laughs> it definitely wasn't like this party where they were going buck wild. But I feel like in a lot of, not only movies, TV shows, but I think a lot of people, I've heard a lot of like sus stories where people are like, yeah. And then these people like went in a different room. They were hooking up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what? And even in this movie. Tim Allen brings up that someone dressed as Santa Claus who works for the company, his secretary, sitting on his lap. Yeah, and I think he makes a comment like how he's married. Or yeah, something. he does. Yeah. He's like, oh, glad the wife's not here or some shit like yes, that. Yes, and, and it's I like, like, whoa. Yeah, and I feel like so many holiday parties are like that, which is fucking weird, it dude. It is, or like conferences. Oh, my God. As a lawyer, I go to a lot of conferences, and I'm shocked how many, it's mostly older people, are just like, yeah, everyone fucks at conferences. And I'm like, why? You're like, don't you guys have anything better to do? Like, I don't know, work at your conferences? like, go meet people elsewhere. Like, I guess it's like sexy because a lot of conferences are out of state, like out of town, right? So I mean, they're like, oh yeah, I get to meet new people. And it's just like, most of us live in metropolitan cities with millions of people. Totally. You could literally go out. (laughs) There's a lot of strangers. Go to the weird hotel by the airport, Mm -hmm. the Sheraton. Yeah, go go (laughs) knock yourself out. But, you know, <clears throat> yeah, people are zorny for conferences and holiday parties. Yeah, zorny holiday parties. I've never been to one, but I can only imagine. Yeah, the closest I ever got was when I got out of high school, I started working for a personal injury firm, which yes. almost made me not want to be a lawyer because it sucked. But they yeah. had like a pretty nice holiday party that the that the like partners paid for. And I was like, this is cool because they were buying like multi hundred dollar bottles of wine and and they were going off was that for uh the guy for the lawyer that i know no okay wait yes he was there briefly yeah got it Mm -hmm. boom got you that's funny hundred bottles of wine get out of here okay and we got bonuses which i had never experienced that is fucking it's only a hundred bucks but i was still like hell yeah it's some it's extra it's Mm -hmm. extra squish um the next note i wrote was uh 
Tim Allen's ex-wife saying, okay, so basically she's dropping Charlie. Who's okay, son. but even before we even get there, oh, yeah. go. can we just talk about Tim Allen as being such a mansplainer to the black woman who is trying to talk about the product? Oh, yeah. So, like, the, they're at the holiday party, and they want to establish that Tim Allen's, like, super successful at his job. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, give a round of applause to Tim Allen and this other lady who did do-it-all dolly or something because they work at a toy company. Scott Calvin. Yeah, and so the black woman goes up and starts being like, yeah, we don't know a lot. And he just yanks the mic from her. Yes, and is literally does. like, we don't want to hear this. Ah, jokey, jokey, jokey. LOL. Bye, everybody. And I'm just like, fucking A. Yeah. And it's like, she can say whatever the fuck she wants. She has just the like, microphone. <laughs> Isn't he funny? And I'm like, I would be enraged. No, that's fucking annoying. So I just want to point that out that no. he starts off as being a crazy mansplaining asshole. Of course. He's Tim Allen, baby. Cheers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's lying right off the bat. Oh, immediately. He's going home, and he's like, the traffic is horrible. And then it cuts to nobody on, no the, road. on the road. He At goes, all. that's not very ladylike. He's like, he's, yeah, exactly. he's like, oh, my, oh, there's a three-car pile. Exactly. Up. So he's lying about being late for his child to come spend Christmas Eve with him. It's so bad. So then he shows up at his house, his ex-wife, her new husband, and Charlie, their child, are all kind of like standing there waiting for him. And so they all go inside and uh, Tim Allen's like, hey, so uh, what are you guys doing for the holidays? You find out that it's Christmas Eve. So he's like, what are you guys doing for the holidays? And his ex-wife is like, oh, we're spending um, we're spending Christmas Eve or Christmas with, uh, what's his name? Lloyd? No. Neil? Neil. Neil. Uh, we're spending the holidays at Neil's family's house. And then Tim Allen's like, ah, oh, Christmas at the pound. <laughs> He does have like a lot of shithead funny jokes. I'm going to bring a lot of them up because they're all Mm. so dumb and so funny. But it's sad because they're like fighting in front of Charlie and he's like, I hate it when you guys fight. And then Tim Allen, I wrote Gaslighting Express. He goes, oh, no, that's your mom singing. It sounds like fighting, doesn't it? I'm just like, you're such a dick. He's such a fucking dick. (laughs) It's so perfect, too, because I feel like a lot of those like, you know, I don't know businessmen are very tight in the butthole region mm-hmm. you know but not in a good way yeah can't but not in a cool way yeah, not in like a hot way yeah for sure and then oh it's so sad when charlie's saying bye to his mom and he's mm-hmm. just like so you're gonna pick me up tomorrow in the morning <laughs> so and she's like yes we'll pick you up and he's just like i'm talking sun's up you're here and like as a dad that would fucking suck yeah and you can tell he's like he doesn't like it but he's also not really trying to fix no. it no it's not it's not charlie's fault at all for feeling that way obviously because mm-hmm. he probably just thinks oh my dad doesn't really give a fuck anyway yeah as evidenced by him being fucking late and not having any plans for me on christmas eve right not having any food in the house well he did have the turkey that he burnt yeah that's true but, but like, like you he know didn't you can't prepare. cook a turkey he didn't prepare early no no he was just like i'm gonna go to my party that's my priority right and then we'll i guess figure it out which is wild but yeah pretty soon after that um yeah so mom leaves and then he's like okay i'm gonna cook the turkey he burns it they end up going to denny's which by the way in the 90s fancy as fuck Mm -hmm. they had like candles like actual like tapered candles lit on the tapes it was very fancy i don't know if that's movie magic or accurate i feel but i feel like a lot of those places back then were so much fancier like pizza hut but do you think maybe also is because it was christmas maybe that's I've never a, been that's to a, a restaurant definite possibility, on Christmas. But, but also, like I was saying, Pizza mm-hmm. Hut, mm-hmm. super nice. True. 
yeah. for no reason. These fucking okay. Right now we yes. are drinking from these like holiday goblets that I got <laughs> at Goodwill, and I picked them up and I was like, oh my gosh, it's such a beautiful holiday goblet. And then I noticed the writing, and it says Arby's. 1987 Christmas collection. 1985. <laughs> or 1985. Oh, mine says 1987. They have different dates? Yeah, mine's 1985. Wow. And they're the same one. That's weird. That's weird. So they must have done this years after years. I don't know. It's a tradition. Mm-hmm. Maybe they still make them. Who knows? Um, but yeah, they don't do fast food or restaurants like they used to. No, they sure don't. Denny's is still like... <laughs> grand slamming you know what i mean and they do um well they did hobbit breakfast promotionals when lord of the rings movies and hobbit movies were out so i enjoyed that what mm-hmm. oh my god that's amazing i know they the last time i went to denny's they had like this influencer page on their menu that was like different influencers that like made a recipe for themselves wow, and they were just like tiktok people or Please like hit us YouTuber. up if you need recipes denny's bruh look at our bbw cocktail yeah. which was called what do we call it the bbw, BBW popper popper yeah because <laughs> it was baby bottle pop it was baby bottle poppin um but yeah she and i could come up with fucking everything that you would need and want so hit us up denny's all right anyway um also they have the best version of um uh what song is it the song that's playing in the background white christmas isn't it? yes by the drifters dreaming of a white Christmas. Christmas. It's the only acceptable version of that song, in yeah, my it's opinion. It's very doo Because and great. it's sung by a giant group of black men from the 50s. And it's amazing. And it's amazing. And what's crazy is I actually found uh, the Drifters record, like a greatest hits, like years ago when I first got my record player. And I was like, oh, I love the Drifters. Fuck yeah. And that song was on there. And I had oh, never known yeah. who sang it. <gasps> and I was like, oh my That's God. It. It was so sick, and it's the it's also in Home Alone as well. So, I at this point in my notes, I have epic question: Is Tim Allen hot? He is in this movie. I think so too. Yeah, definitely. But it's almost like he's been in our lives for so long that it's hard for me to be objective. I feel this way about like Hillary Clinton. Like there are certain mm. people that I've just like you know about for so long that I'm like I don't know if I have the objective distance to properly judge if this person is hot i know what you mean because they're like an institution yeah it's like obama they're like they're like above hotness yeah they're their own entity i'm trying to think of other examples of that but i might be too horny to be that guy maybe but then again i think tom hanks is hot oh he is and he also is like an institution fucking hotter than tim allen for sure like Mr. Rogers. That's a good one for right, me. Right. Like, I, can, I don't know. I can't tell. No, and I've loved <laughs> yeah, him for right? so long that he, like, feels like uh, such a part of me. Right, you're like, is he hot? I don't know. Maybe. And I don't know. And <laughs> I, I know he's, like, hand, like he's, you know, objectively, like, cute. But, like, mm, I yeah. can't, you know? He's pleasant looking. Yeah, I'm like, but I don't know if I would, like, fuck him mm-hmm. either. I mean, I probably would. <laughs> but, like, I don't know if I could. I don't know. But, uh, no, Tim Allen's cute in this movie. Especially in his, like, little boxers when he's running around outside. I was like, oh. Yeah, with his boots. He mm-hmm. has nice legs. Yeah, that's you know what I was thinking. I you was know like, hello, the calves. Oh, yeah, very. And he's tan. Yeah. Like, he just looks uh-huh. hot. Um, you know who has the best fucking legs and the best stees, especially in this era? Uh-huh. Robin Williams. Really? Hot. Dude, so hairy. Mm. Um, and also, if you ever see any pictures of his, like, streetwear, he was fucking, like, his fits went dumb. Mm-hmm. They were so. He was just so hot. Mm-hmm. Love Robin Williams. R.I.P. 
for real. I also don't have a lot of notes after this because I got so sucked into the movie. It's so engaging because they're sleeping at night after their failed Christmas Eve dinner and they hear somebody on the roof Mm -hmm. and Tim Allen is like, oh my God, call. do you know the number for 911? He's like, yeah, 911. And he goes and investigates. Santa falls off the roof, disappears, Mm -hmm. and then Tim Allen finds his business card. Yep. With the Santa Claus on it, but you don't know that yet. And it just says, like, should anything happen to me, put on the suit. The reindeer will know what to do. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And then, um, so they did do that. He, like, puts on the suit, goes up to the sleigh. Charlie comes with. The reindeer take off. And then I think Charlie's like, we're flying. And um, Tim Allen's like, it's okay. I'm used to it. I lived through the 60s. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm like, fuck yeah. We yeah. all know. We and all then know it's like he, he has the magical toy bag. He's going down the chimneys. Yep. He's and fully being Santa Claus. He is. And he's being like a, a tough guy Santa yeah, he's Claus. Like, he's like resisting it. Like he For doesn't sure. want to do it, but he yeah. still has to. Yeah. And by the end of it, he's like, oh, this was kind of nice. But he just, I think the whole time he thinks it's like a fever dream. Yeah. He's like, this is a weird ass dream and I'm going with it. He's like, I'm just going to go with it see what's up. And um, so then... The sleigh takes them to this, like, beautiful, icy, snowy place. And he's like, where the fuck are we? And then they see this, like, little elf boy. And a cane comes up. And then the sleigh goes down. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And he's inside of Santa's workshop. Yeah, I think this is my favorite portrayal of the North Pole. Me too. Like, the set design is so pretty. Oh, it's, it's like gorgeous. not too, like, childlike. Like, it is, but it's also just, like, very beautiful yeah i think it's just more like whimsical yeah and and gorgeous but like otherworldly at the same time i just love how they did it i do too i also love the nightmare we're at workshop you know yeah like where it's like cheesy you know yeah it was like very serious yeah almost like somber in some ways but still very beautiful which i feel like that's how it would be it's a fucking workshop Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be like (laughs) like the whole especially on christmas Mm-hmm. Everyone there would be fucking like they're like we need time off like give us unionize some, like <laughs> for the love of fucking god let's unionize um yeah this is where you meet Bernard <gasps> I was in love with him when Me I too. was a kid I was like I like this guy there's like four people in this movie that I had the biggest crush on when I was oh, younger who? let's name them okay so the first person's Bernard second one's Judy. I just thought she was like the oh most god, gorgeous so girl in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, what is this feeling? Also, um, there's... Actually, maybe it's just three. Um, but the <laughs> the guy that's basically like the the elf SWAT team that comes later. Oh my god. He's yeah. like the main guy. Okay. Yes, okay. I thought he was so cute too. And what's crazy is... So I, I like forgot about my crush on him because I hadn't watched the movie for a while. Not like the last couple years I've watched it, but like, I don't know. Anyway, when I worked at Olive Garden, there's this girl that worked there and she was like semi butch, so beautiful. And she was like, hi, I'm blank. I'm not going to say her name, but I was like this much <laughs> moment because she looked just like the fucking mm-hmm. elf SWAT guy. See, a lot of the elves were like kind of androgynous. Yes. And she looked just like oh, him. And I was like, like oh, oh, my. But like an adult version. And mm-hmm. I was like, hell yes. So anyway, <laughs> so funny. So three people, I guess. Mm-hmm. But also the mom's steez is 
so yeah i was like good. how is she so like fashionable she looks like fucking she's in pulp fiction or something i was like what the fuck yeah she's so cool especially like the fit that i love the most is when they're at the soccer game but we could get to that when she's at the soccer game she's wearing like a baseball cap mm-hmm. and she's wearing like a she looks so cool a, not a puffer jacket i don't know she's wearing like a jacket and like high-waisted like whatever and i was like this bitch is so cool yeah you meet bernard and bernard is the one who breaks <laughs> it down and explains like you're the santa claus now and he's like what and he, and he spews his bullshit about he's what so a clause is and all that yep. but also just the idea that this is a binding contract when the font is like in what size two they needed they like, needed a magnifying, magnifying glass, glass. <laughs> that is not enforceable absolutely uh-huh. not and i'll let you learn on a little secret kids oh. sign warranties they're not enforceable go ahead really? very rarely are they enforceable they just do it to scare you into not suing really but never think that just because you signed a bullshit 40 page 10 size point font thing that like you've really given up all your rights you have not haha so just you heard it here first folks do you feel like you've been wronged consult a lawyer don't let a warranty get you down period oh my god yeah. thank you this is a maybe the second or third piece of legal advice you've given our listeners well i can't give legal advice not so we're legal gonna call advice, this legal, legal information yeah that was my bad i don't know the jargon she just gave a little a Legal little tippy info. tip mm-hmm. the second or third tippy some fun tip. facts yeah fun fact fun fact if you will um <clears throat> yeah i wrote judy's adorable it makes me want elf ears yes do you have elf like ears? glittery sure you i did for my dobby costume oh no those rebecca's that she lent me so i don't know where they went well i think we need to get some i want to get some like nice ones that like fully mold to your ears and shit mm. Maybe for my bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, my God. You need. You need. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Okay. Or the bridal shower. I could dress like an elf. Yes. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Hell yeah. Yes. I love that. Um, also, I love the way they describe hot chocolate. I wrote, release the elf hot cocoa recipe, you cowards. <laughs> Sell me those cups. I want the recipe. The cups. The cups are the cup so, is so fucking cool. Gorge. They're yeah. like pewter with like engraved leg. Like, ugh. I feel like we could make it. The hot chocolate? Yeah. What do you think the secret ingredient has? Maybe they, some amaretto? Maybe. A little almond? Just a, just a kiss? Maybe. Or maybe even there's chocolate liqueur. Mm. We could do chocolate liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um. She said, it's hot chocolate, not too hot, extra chocolate. So maybe they melt like actual Mm, chocolate bar in there as well. And then it's shaken, not stirred, which I've never done. Mm, You know, I I don't know if you even know this, but a staple in my household growing up is we had a hot chocolate maker. What? It was called the Cocoa Motion. Shelby Ross and I would get down on this. I'm like, oh my God. And it would whip it up like really really frothy so it almost smells like shaken and it is better it is better and your mom has that machine i'm assuming no it broke we used it all we used it constantly i probably have drank more hot chocolate (laughs) in my life than anyone else on this planet which is a weird thought that i'm just not having i would like drink it every day you know what i think we need to have i think we need to make a really good hot chocolate recipe Mm -hmm. maybe for next episode okay um because now i'm craving it Mm -hmm. hardcore Mm-hmm. We'll call it Judy's Coco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down with that. That sounds great. Um, <clears throat> oh, I also said fat phobia runs amok in this universe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, it's brought up a lot. Because mm-hmm. as soon as he leaves, so he, like, gives, 
let me think okay so bernard gives charlie the snow globe and you don't really find out the importance yet but he's just like look it's magical whatever and then they wake up the next morning and they're back just at calvin's house or scott calvin Mm -hmm. and it's christmas morning and charlie's like super excited and uh everything seems back to normal to scott so he's just like oh that was a fucking weird dream but he's got the pajamas but he has the pajamas and he's like i don't and the pajamas say sc his name is scott calvin so but charlie's like santa claus he's he's like like, no no so he just thinks it's like a weird joint dream that they had he still maintains that for a while Mm -hmm. actually and then um charlie's mom and uh neil come back home or go back to scott's house and they're like okay we're picking charlie up which by the way the older i get the more i like neil yeah like i feel like when i was a kid you're like neil sucks but now watching it i'm like neil's kind of hilarious (laughs) he's hilarious but i do think he's just doing his best he's a he can be a dick Mm -hmm. i think he's sweet like i know he cares a lot about charlie Mm -hmm. and he is i mean and from all you know outward perspectives it does seem like tim allen's losing his mind yeah for sure for sure and i understand that also but i do think there's some things where he is like well i was gonna say he's a little sarcastic when it's just like is it really your place to like input but scott is also very mean to him Scott's very mean yeah, to him, and that's why I think I also liked him more. I'm like, this guy's just trying his best to be a stepdad. He is. He's got to deal with his biological dad who's a fucking dick. True. True. But I just love Tim Allen so much in this movie that I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> but, like, obviously, he does seem like he's going a little nutso-supreme. Yeah, I did write, so rude to comment on weight like that. Like, Jesus. Oh, like, at the the part where... Oh, yeah, I guess I'm jumping ahead a little No, it's bit. okay. We're, mm-hmm. we're almost there. So, uh... Yeah, Charlie basically tells his mom and Neil, like, um, and dad is now Santa Claus. And they're like, okay, Charlie, whatever, bye. And pretty soon after that, like, we can kind of skip ahead. So, like, days go by and every day Scott Calvin is, like, gaining more and more weight. His hair is getting whiter. His hair is getting whiter. He looks a little bit older. And no matter if he shaves in the morning or not, he's going to have a fucking full gray beard. Mm-hmm. and he's just a bigger dude now like kind of seemingly overnight so he goes into work he realizes none of his clothes fit just like a sweatsuit so he goes into a work meeting and he's wearing a matching sweatsuit which by the way i have like the exact same one in black i say you're well you're wearing like oh, a I gray am. yeah, yeah. And i am wearing and his is gray oh that's funny yes and i'm wearing basically exactly that right <laughs> his now. outfit right now yeah, i'm like i have the same one in black but i'm wearing like and like you're wearing his outfit right now <laughs> <laughs> okay i have them in multiple colors I do love, like, these jogger sets, though. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yes. I have one in purple. I have one in gray. One in black. Actually, I also What's have one What's your plug? Where are you getting these? All different places. Okay, uh, all the right. black one I got in the men's section of Target. Noise. And I just cropped the black. I just cropped it. This one I got from Target. The purple one is Fashion Nova. And the white one I also got from Target last year. Noise. Target and Walmart, baby, pretty Hell much. Yeah. Hell and yeah. then thrifting. I thrifted the the pearl one. Anyways, so <clears throat> he goes into this work meeting and they're all ordering lunch. So he orders like a salad, no dressing, and which is he- another rich person like big company thing that I would like. Oh my god, die to oh, have. Oh yeah, that they like pay for your shit. Yeah, like some fancy firms like 
they will order lunch for you every fucking day what and they have like full kitchens with just like food everywhere they could just go i oh. mean it's because they want you to work like 80 hours a week and never leave the firm right, right. so you know which you give it then you take it i guess that's but it's true. like i just can't imagine getting used to that lifestyle and that's why i think not to make this like a bigger thing but I think that's why you get a lot of shady rich people because it's like they get used to this crazy lifestyle like so they many get anxious things. about maintaining it yeah and they will do a lot of shady corrupt shit to hold on to that shit that's true that's true because it's there's so many bennies to so them so many bennies to being on top for sure so they're just like uh i'm sacrificing everything so that i can maintain this lifestyle right. which it's is all about that hedonistic treadmill they can't get off it Here's what I'll say. I'm definitely a hedonist in my personal life, but they're doing it in a different corrupt way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. All right. Cool. But <laughs> So suck on that. So suck on that. Ay, 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 ay. Okay. But yeah, so basically they're commenting on his weight and they literally say that he's like going insane and he has mental problems. They and go that see a psychiatrist. They, I'm like, what? Because he gained weight, which yes. is nuts. Mm-hmm. But just rewinding for a second. So they have this meeting because some dude is in there and he's, <laughs> and he's promoting this like new idea that he has for Santa. Or, or it's like G.I. Joe it Santa. Yeah. yeah, it's G.I. Joe Santa. So he's in a tank and fucking <laughs> I wrote it down. What did he say? Yeah, Tim Allen's whole take on this is amazing. <laughs> The Santa in a total tank is such an, a such a fucking American thing. And then uh, fucking Tim Allen's like, Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. Incoming! <laughs> <laughs> like his voice when he says it is so fucking funny. Which I to be dying. fair, I guess maybe that's also why they're like, you need to see a psychiatrist. But True. I get the sense that he's been like that the whole time at the company. And it really is, I think, mostly just he got gained weight. Yeah, literally. So and they're like, go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> and they call him Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yes. Which is wild. Oh, God, the 90s were so fat. I mean, we're still in a fat phobic time, but it was real bad. It was, I mean, that was during almost heroin chic era yeah it was like right around there when i think it like really boomed so uh-huh. and it's like you're a good person if you're skin and bones but i will say when he goes to the actual doctor mm-hmm. the doctor does say he's like weight fluctuates he's mm-hmm. like your pulse is great you're healthy as a horse like he's the one that's like it doesn't matter what you weigh yeah, he's literally just like well if you're eating cookies and milk every day maybe don't do that and he's like just cut back <laughs> on the sweets a little bit mm-hmm. but he's literally being like dude you're healthy mm-hmm. like i don't know what else Thank to tell you yeah which is great. Wish doctors told me that. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, but his heartbeat was to the song. And then I said, if you could choose your heartbeat song, what would it be? Oh, my God. Three, six, nine. Damn, Damn you five. one more time. Get low. Get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. From the window to the wall. That's a great exactly, one. Exactly. That one. What about you? <clears throat> um, I don't know if I could do it to this song because it would be kind of hard, but Return of the Mac would be really cool. I feel like people wouldn't understand mm-hmm. what that was. Or maybe even... um. Work, 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 work. That's kind of fast, though. Yeah, I'm it's always really excited. Exciting. But I guess if health isn't, I, all these heartbeats are unhealthy. <laughs> like three, six, nine. <laughs> I'm like that's perfectly healthy. That part would be scary. A little bit. We're having a little heart a palpitation. Fucking <laughs> 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 amazing. Um, no, that's a great answer. And then I wrote. Mm, 
Santa's fit at a soccer game is literally me. He's just wearing a red. Yeah. He's at the soccer game for Charlie and he's like looking more Santa like. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden these kids start coming over and sitting in his lap, which I was like, where did this tradition start? Like I had never before questioned it, but seeing it then I was like, yeah, if you didn't know that, you'd be like, this guy is a fucking full on pedo creep. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, it sucks because like something like, like you know, kids sitting on your lap, it's like very innocent and like sweet. But also, would I want my child sitting on a stranger's lap? No. Fuck no. Thousand percent no. No. So I I don't like the like the mall Santas. Like that's a little So I Googled it. I was like, what is the origin of sitting on Santa's lap? And it's very hard to tell. Some people say maybe the eighteen hundreds, but like it's very unclear like when it became such a thing. Yeah, because I feel like in every piece of media, even going back to like early cinema mm-hmm. yeah when it's depi- when there's depictions of, of santa kids are sitting on their lap yeah yeah and we know there's a lot of cis people in this world yes. so but yeah i saw like there's movements to stop it um we go to opportunity village and that santa just has you sit on the chair next to him oh that's it's great. like a giant chair and there's just like sit here and that i think so that's smart. a better system because yeah we should not be placing our children on grown men strangers laps no uh, it's especially like, if these people are lying to them at the end of the day for sure i'm santa like no you're not like no the fuck you're not you're not you're zero percent i'll go along with it but not to the point where i'm putting my kid on your lap yeah i would never fucking do that i love that opportunity village does that and opportunity village also you guys is a great place to go with like your family yeah. or friends they have really good food funnel cake mm-hmm. they have really good hot chocolate and they have like really cute places you can walk through and it's all for a great cause so yeah they support people with intellectual disabilities or people yeah. of differing abilities mm-hmm. and they employ them and support them and it's just great i go every year me too but we used to go with my mom's company now they don't provide tickets so you and i should go oh uh, i'm actually going monday oh you are yeah with the fam bam oh cool i'll see you sick mm-hmm. have so much fun thanks i'll still go i'm gonna I'm figure out a way to go because uh it's a great <laughs> cause so you guys should go if you're in the vegas area um what did i write here oh the box is being delivered with oh all the my names? gosh i was Holy like whoa fuck mm-hmm. his entire house is covered with a which, naughty or nice list which i love that it's like he doesn't make the list in this universe it just gets sent to him and i'm like who's making the list magic mm-hmm. it's the elves it's bernard probably bernard he's looking at all these motherfuckers <laughs> but Which yeah he's also- getting more into his santa bag and now his charlie's mom and neil are like getting concerned like they're like this is not okay yeah because like every day they see well yeah so at the soccer game they they weren't at the soccer game originally but then they showed up and fucking cal scott i keep calling him calvin scott is wearing like something that looks like santa he looks more like santa because he's gained mm-hmm. weight and he has the beard and they hadn't seen him since then and they're like what the fuck like, oh my on? god you're taking this too far so neil was just like you know what we have to do and so they filed for custody full custody right um i don't know i will say though that this courtroom scene is actually very accurate like the language they're using they got a temporary restraining order for the holidays pending a hearing where they would actually decide custody which is how it would happen yeah the judge kind of has to make a split decision based on like the welfare of the child and then they decide it like at a full hearing where scott could call witnesses and all the shit mm-hmm. yes 
and so for the holiday season he's not able to see charlie which is yeah which sucks which is so sad but also i understand why neil and the mom would be like we you're going cuckoo for coke puffs yeah for sure god only knows what you're gonna do yeah out of nowhere you think that you're a fictional character you're having children sit on your lap and that's weird yeah but I did think it was a fascinating concept that had never occurred to me before I saw this movie. To stop believing in Santa Claus because you didn't get a gift you wanted. Right. I don't think I know anyone who that's the reason they stopped believing in Santa Claus. No. But that was the reason for both the mom and Neil. Yeah. And they offered it like that's why people stopped believing in Santa Claus. And I was like, I that's OK. Like, I feel like it's usually just an older person telling you. Yeah. Or you or, like n- notice your parents putting out presents or something. Yeah. Or you just hear enough from you know media and stuff you're like oh okay so adults mm-hmm. just like know that they All are right. Santa. Mm-hmm. um but yeah both of <laughs> yeah but they're like i didn't get a weenie whistle i didn't get a board game so that's why i stopped believing in like, santa I and, I three, like, and i'm just like jesus christ what? like as a three-year-old i'm pretty sure i didn't get presents i wanted and i wasn't like therefore santa's not fuck you <laughs> yeah i just thought that was an odd concept it is very odd and it's weird that they brought it up for both of these people yeah they're like movie. me too and i was like what it's so <laughs> weird but that all ties in at the end of course mm-hmm. um and then the- oh okay so like i skipped forward in my notes because after the custody i fast forwarded to like actual christmas which uh, yeah. it came it's pretty, pretty soon after yeah. that um i think but he went to go visit Charlie first before. Yeah, right? and he's like, he's like, you can't, like, we can't hang out, like we, and but then he's like, we just have to keep it a secret or something. Yeah, he's like, look, mm-hmm. I, I've been gaslighting you this whole time about the night where I found out that I was Santa Claus. Now I know that you're right. So, but we maybe shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, we have to keep it on the low low. But I think he does agree. Like, you can come with me for Christmas. Yeah. So he like steals him. He like kidnaps, kidnaps him. him fully. Yep. And so he kidnaps him or like the mom was nice enough to be like, yes, you can come in and say hi to Charlie, whatever, Mm. which was nice because she didn't have to do that. Yeah. (laughs) And it backfired. And it hella backfires (laughs) because she left the room and all of a sudden she comes back and they're both fucking gone. And she's like, what the fuck? So then they go to the North Pole and Charlie had already thought of everything for his sleigh, a fucking cookie dispenser mm-hmm. and, and the hot cocoa, hot cocoa with the cool cups again Ugh. in the sleigh, dude. Yes. Wild. And they have like all these safety precautions and Tim <laughs> Allen just keeps being like, what if I fall off a roof yeah. and no what one's addressing it? <laughs> <laughs> but then um, his previously most hated reindeer, Comet, then gives him some rope and he's like, is this if I fall off the roof? <laughs> yeah. Comet it's reminds so me of Bugsy so much. Oh, yeah. So much because his eyes are just like like mm-hmm. he's like did you just growl at me yeah. i'm like oh my god bugsy bugsy r.i.p to R. the R. real king. one um r.i.p king <laughs> he really was okay um and then i wrote elfs hot because i was obsessed with like i said i can't remember his name but it's like the main dude with black like curly mm-hmm. short hair obsessed yeah. with him he was also yeah he was very androgynous, very androgynous. yeah you cannot tell right you know mm-hmm. you can't tell which i think is hot mm-hmm. and that's probably why when i was a kid i was like why am i like, fucking oh. obsessed with them now i'm queer i also wrote santa was early on the brow laminate game did you notice tim allen's santa eyebrows no they're like fully brushed up and gelled and i was like Ooh. oh hello sexy mm-hmm. loves it oh okay so a line that um okay well actually i'm getting ahead of myself but okay so he goes into all these people's houses obviously he's santa he's delivering the presents he's much sweeter to all the kids that he saw the year before um and then he goes into uh his ex's 
at Neil's house. Why can't I remember her name? I know. I'm is it, saying it's not Jill. I can't remember her name. Doesn't matter. Uh, so he goes into their house and um, he gets caught by the cops who have been mm-hmm. looking for Charlie. Because of course. Because he kidnapped him. <laughs> yeah. Because of course he kidnapped him. Um, and he's a little white boy. So right. which yeah, fun fact, you know, you'll hear a lot of figures about missing endangered kidnapped children, which are bad, but most of them are situations like this mm-hmm. where a parent who doesn't have custody takes the kid. And it is considered kidnapping. Yeah. Which is horrifying. But sometimes it gets fun as like strangers are coming to kidnap your children out of nowhere. And it's like that's not really like, no, not exactly. But Very rare. Anyway. But um so yeah, so he gets caught by the by the popos. They take him in to be questioned or whatever. And so everyone's like, what's your name? And they want him to say his name. But he keeps saying different versions <laughs> yeah, of Santa Claus. Scene. And the one that my brothers and I literally quote, like every couple Can of days. I guess? Papa yeah. Gijo. Yeah. Papa <laughs> Which I read like on smiled. the IMDb trivia page is not a name for Santa Claus. Really? It's just something weird Tim Allen came up with. Fucking beautiful. God, I love it. <laughs> but he, yeah, he says like all these different iterations of Santa Claus and then he's just like, Popo Gijo, which I, <laughs> we quote like multiple times a week. Um, and then I wrote, ELFS are literally a cab. Yeah, like, they really you. are. Yeah, they break into a police precinct and yeah. like get him out with like t- tinsel that cuts through metal. Yep, and they fully fucking tie up a cop, and they're like, fuck you. They shove like, a donut in his mouth. I was like, Jesus. Dude, there are so many scenes of cops with fucking donuts and yeah. coffee, and I love it, baby. Oh, it, makes, so it, fe- it makes me feel powerful. I'm like, God, yes. Um, oh, and I literally wrote that right here. I love how many donut and coffee popo scenes there are. Yeah, up. and the elves go, we're elves with attitude, which is obviously a reference to NWA, yep. which is just amazing. So good. So fucking good. And then I wrote, uh, okay, oh, so then, um, yeah, so ELFS and uh, little boy, Charlie, break his dad out of prison, and then they kind of, they just keep going, right? To yeah, they, like, do their thing, and then they end up back at the mom's house to return Charlie at the end of the night. But he, like, shows up on the sleigh, so they're like, oh, my God, right. you're actually Santa Claus. Holy shit. Right, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, like... They kind of see the twinkle in his eye, too. That's you're right. No, they didn't even see the sleigh at that point. They see the sleigh after. But they're like, oh, my God, you're Santa Claus. Yeah, they just like, no, and Neil's like, I need a second. He's he, like, dead. walks away. <laughs> um, and then Charlie says, it's okay, Neil. You were just denying your inner child. And yeah! I was like, ha And he goes, you're going to be a great psychiatrist one day, kid. And he goes, no, I think I'll go into the family business. At which point, Brent, who was watching this with me, goes, is he going to kill his dad? <laughs> And I was oh like, my God. I didn't even think about that. Me either. Or maybe he just has to be the first person to put on mm-hmm. the suit after he dies. Maybe. But this brings up an interesting point for me that I'm not sure what the movie is trying to say about fatherhood. Because, mm. you know, like the term Disneyland dad. No. Okay. So Disneyland dad is like the dad who's not around. But when you go see him, he takes you to Disneyland. Oh. He buys you a bunch of presents. He tries yeah. to buy your love. And then he's fucking gone. Mm-hmm. And that's all he does. And I was like, that's kind of what's happening. Like, he's like Santa Claus dad. Like, Charlie only likes him because he's Santa. And True. he kind of, like, conflates these things. I'll, I agree with that. But I will say as well, once he started really accepting his role as Santa Claus, he started becoming inherently sweeter and more thoughtful. So, but I'm like, would Charlie love him if he wasn't Santa Claus? I don't think that he would have become as sweet as he is without being Santa Claus. But let's just say he gives the suit to somebody else. 
I feel like Charlie's obsessed with the fact that he's doing Santa Claus things. Not that he's nicer. He doesn't want to just hang out with his dad. He's like, I want to do Santa Claus stuff. Well, I think he's always, I think he wanted to spend quality time with him. But Scott was such a dick. Because there's even a part where at the beginning, um, I don't know. Scott Scott said something to him about like hanging out with Neil. And then he's just like, Charlie says, I like Neil. He listens to me. Yeah. So I think he just is looking for someone to not think of him as a nuisance. And once he becomes Santa Claus, he wants to spend more time with Charlie as well. They just felt like Disneyland dad, but Santa Claus dad. For sure. Like, you're just doing all these bells and whistles to bamboozle this kid into liking you. But, like, how much of it is you and how much is it is your fucking Santa Claus? And that's cool. True. But I will say as well, he didn't choose to be Santa either. Yeah, but irregardless. Hmm. Whether you chose it or not, it's like, I just felt like Charlie is like, he only likes because you're Santa. Yeah. But there are, I haven't seen the newer movies because I think there's... That's true. There's this whole extended Santa Claus yeah. movie, like universe that I also have not watched. Yeah. And Charlie's older. Mm-hmm. And I think they get along, but I don't know. Maybe we should watch the other ones next year. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing when it's not Christmas season? Or is this his full-time gig? Does he never get a break from being Santa? Like, that probably starts to get really old, too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think we definitely have to watch the newer versions and see what's up. Because I, I do think that you have a very hardcore, true point about him being Santa. And, like, would they be close? Probably not. Yeah, but also, he like... does become inherently kinder because he's Santa. So That's true. That, that is, like, you know, both are true. Mm-hmm. Like, you're absolutely right. But and also, I, felt like I so, think... Like, yeah, if you're not Santa Claus, does this work? I don't think it would have. And that's sad. Like, if somebody else gets a suit, it's like, is this fucking over? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I guess we have to watch the other movies and see what's up. Dun, dun, dun. But I had never heard that term before, Disneyland dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's so... F- a lot of kids who went to our high school uh-huh. had dads like that. Um. Oh, and then I... um. Oh, yeah. And then at the very end, Neil and his ex-wife get the gifts that they were longing for when they were kids, yes. which was And really she cute. throws the custody paper on the fire, which is not how that works. But No, I was watching that. And I was like, this can't be. Okay. Yeah, he still would fully be arrested by the cops for kidnapping because they don't care that you threw the papers in the fire. They're binding court documents. Fucking damn. They just needed, well, they needed you on this movie. Symbolism. Yeah, they needed you on this movie to iron out some of the so, Yeah, in case any of the audience thought that if you just burn court documents, they're not real anymore. Not true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. And then they, they, you know, he goes, no, wait. What is the last line? I was thinking of the last line when he first becomes Santa Claus where he goes, in the morning, I'm getting a cat scan. Oh, yeah. Which I fucking love. <laughs> I, he has so many good one-liners mm-hmm. in this and you know that he wrote them or he just said them off the cuff right. because they're so mm-hmm. his brand. And that's the thing. I understand he's like a Republican shithead, but I also genuinely think he's so funny. There's, you know, there's a handful of Republican shitheads who I think are funny too. Yeah, and people contain multitudes. Exactly. My dad is one of the funniest fucking people on the planet, in my opinion. And he's also very <laughs> A little RS know. action. <laughs> Which fucking sucks. Well, actually, he considers himself libertarian. But, like, we all know what That's that means. That's code for Republican. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> um, but, no, he, he's also very fucking funny. And people contain multitudes, just mm-hmm. like you said. 
And Brent and I genuinely loved the show Last Man Standing. I still haven't it's seen so it. so funny. But I know. And, and most of it is like him becoming less conservative. Like most of the episodes are like he learns a lesson from his daughters about like not being such an asshole. It's like most of what the episodes are. Which I feel like people don't give it a chance because they're just like it's Tim Allen's Republican show. But it's like just actually watch it. I think it's I'll watch funny. it. I'll watch it. What mm-hmm. uh, is it on Hulu or? I think so. It's okay. On Hulu or Netflix. Or I'll look it up. Something. Oh, also, this movie you guys can watch on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That's how I found, or not found it, but I knew. It <laughs> she <on>. discovered it. <laughs> I discovered it, and I told everybody. No, uh, no, but it's on Disney Plus. Just so y'all know. Yeah. But yeah, that was the That's end of the movie. That's it. Okay, let me pull up my trivia. Oh my gosh, yes, and I'll try to find a quiz. I think I only have five questions. No six. Okay. <laughs> They're so easy to. Okay. Like, Yay. Yeah. Who plays Scott Calvin? Tim Allen. What state is the movie set in? Is this obvious? I don't know. Which state is the movie set in? Kind of, yeah. Is it Chicago? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which, weirdly enough, a lot of fucking Christmas movies are set in Illinois. I don't know yeah. why. Do you think John Hughes started it with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? A hilarious movie that I just saw for the first time. And I still haven't Shout seen out it, Joe. which is Thank atrocious. you for showing us. It's so funny. You would love it. I know. You're going to fall in love with John Candy's character. I just love John Candy in so many things, so I know I will love him in this. Mm-hmm. Um, who does Scott turn into? <laughs> santa claus what happens to the original santa he's fucking dead he falls off the roof baby (laughs) and what is the santa claus the santa claus is the somehow legally binding language (laughs) on the business card that forces tim allen to be santa claus forever beautiful and last which could be a horror movie in and of itself it really could be um and lastly which gift did the mom want from Santa Claus that she did not get? The mystery dating game board game. Hee <laughs> hee. Which, by the way, I loved all the games like that when we yeah. were kids. And isn't mystery dating game the one that um, that serial killer was infamously on? Was it Tom, was it Tom, Tom Bundy? That's not his name. Not Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. <laughs> I was like, what the fucking name? But like a serial killer was on there. Was it Ted Bundy? I thought it was Ted Bundy. Any I know I know a serial killer was on one of those shows. Yeah. Which is I think it was Ted Bundy. Wild. I didn't think it was him, but maybe it is. Hmm. Uh but either way, scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, okay. You got a one hundred percent. Yay. So I couldn't find a which Santa Claus character are you, but I did find a which home improvement character are you. Oh nice. I think it's gonna be the closest we're gonna get. Okay, cool. Okay, what is your age? I'm just gonna choose it. Thirty one. Thirty one to forty. What is your gender? Uh, female, I guess. <laughs> like, eh, female. I'm just not. I. Okay, let me just tell the yeah, audience right now. I do not out. like presenting super effeminate, and also I hate when people are like, "Oh my god, you're like a femme queen." I'm like, no, I'm fucking not, and I hate when people say that to me. So, female, but also I'm I'm pretty I'm like a she they. You know, what it's like a, a goddess energy. Thank you. You know. <laughs> Okay. Out of these, which is most important to you? Sports or cars? Your family or job? Looks? Different cultures? The environment? Heavy metal music? <laughs> that was so random. <laughs> this is from a kind of shady website, by the way, called gotoquiz.com. Okay. What sucks is my family is so important, but I don't give a fuck about jobs. Mm. Uh, well, it is your family or job. 
Not and. Oh, I thought it was slash. Okay, Mm-mm. I was my family. Okay, which includes my chosen family. That's right. Okay, go ahead. Which word appeals to you most? Power, welfare, beauty, repair, smart, hopelessness. <laughs> I'd be like, hopelessness is the most appealing. Jesus. Wait, what was the first one? Power. Wait, can you repeat them all to me yes. again? I'm sorry. Power, welfare, beauty, repair, smart, hopelessness. I'm going to go with beauty. Beauty. Because it's the best one out of all those. I don't like like that. an easy one. And also like smart, like, I don't know. That could be a little sus answer as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. How would you greet somebody? Hello. Hi. Hey. Heidi ho. (laughs) (laughs) I would never say Heidi ho, although it's cute. We should start saying it. I'll say hi. Hi. Okay. What is your favorite sport? Soccer? Football? Shopping? Building? IDK? building yeah you know what i'm gonna say building because i so my family owns some land in arizona and we we have 40 acres so most of it is just like plain land with nothing on it and i've been wanting to build some shit up there Mm. i asked my dad if we could build a uh a uh little oven to Mm, possibly make pottery oh a kiln a kiln and there's ways to do it so i was like That'd be I think I'm gonna build cool. a kiln. Oh, if you guys have like a little pottery studio out there, that's what I want. Hell yeah! I was like, I think I'm gonna do this. Okay, but anyway, I have taken some pottery classes. I you get a wheel. I could try to do something on it. You made me an incredible, and I still use it. Aww. I use it to like hold my keys and stuff. It's an ashtray, but I can't smoke in the house. It's like so a little I- flower vagina bowl, and it's like this greenish like It's so beautiful. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. I love it very much. Yay! Okay. If you, oh yeah, I had grand plans. I was like, I'm gonna make all my loved ones pottery, and then I realized how fucking hard it is. So sorry if I didn't get you a pot. It's not because I don't love you. It's because I suck at it. All right, next she question. It was great, but anyway. If you see something broken in the home, such as a dishwasher, what do you do? Fix it. Fix it and give it more power than it would ever need. <laughs> Forget about it. Call someone to fix it. I never use the dishwasher, uh, so I'd forget probably, about it. Yeah, I'm like I'd forget about it. I I only wash dishes by hand. Yes, oh, which know. to me I'm like, why? I don't know why. I just always have done it. Okay, pick one. These are random: sarcasm, teasing, a dramatic performance to make someone laugh, corny jokes. Um, a dramatic performance to make someone laugh for sure. Yeah, okay, we're almost done. What do you do after school or work? Work on the car, homework or chores, ball practice, or I'm retired. I'm going to put I'm retired. <laughs> I'm fucking retired. <laughs> okay. Out of the following, what music would you choose to listen to? Rock, opera, or metal? Rock. All right. That's our producer talking loudly in the background. <laughs> Poor He's shame. on a business anyway. call. One of the following, or out of the following, which movie would you most likely watch? Toy Story, The Lion King, any horror movie, any chick flick. Um, I'm between any horror movie, any chick flick, because chick flicks are great, and they are given a very bad rap. I'll say chick flick. Chick flick, hell yeah. Okay, out of the following, which food would you choose? Polish food, fast food, anything unhealthy. Polish food is so random. (laughs) That is so random. Polish food is also really good. Mm-hmm. Wait, are those the only options? Yeah. 
I'll Polish choose, food, fast food, anything healthy. I'll choose fast food. Yum. What would you do if you found out you failed a huge test? Shrug it off. It's nothing unusual. <laughs> Freak out. Yeah, right. You can never fail a test. Oh, I'd shrug it off for sure. Shrug it off, shrug it off. Do you see the glass half empty or half full? Half full. Truth or dare? <clears throat> oh, usually I'd go with dare. Ooh. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Yes. Hard okay. Yes. The options were no, yes, or I don't know. You can't prove there is or isn't. But oh. I can just say yes. Yes. Okay. Sure. Last question. Did you like this quiz? It has no effect. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, no. No. Like, little meaty. fucking sucks. Okay. You got Heidi. Oh, my God. They break it down by percentage, which is cool. So you're 82% Heidi, 81% Tim. So very close. And then 63% Brad, 54% Wilson, 50% Al, 38% Jill, 30% Randy, 27% Mark. Which one is Je- uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I th- think he is. He's Randy or Mark. I think Mark. Okay. Who's okay, but I'll read the description for Heidi. Oh, Heidi. Okay, you're going to yeah. read me the... Okay. Congratulations. You are Heidi Kepper. She's one of Tim's co-workers and formally addressed as the Tool Time Girl. She's all about the looks, and many, if not all men, worship the ground she walks on. She later becomes married and delivers a child in a gas station. Um, <laughs> I did not... Uh, you know what? That would be my vibe. That. I'm like double fisting taquitos. Oh, my God. <laughs> and a Slurpee. Okay. And then I'll hand you this, and I'll take it. Okay, Gorgine. I think you have to refresh it. Okay. Yeah. Will do. Refresh. Hey, baby. Okay. <laughs> Our dog's being very cute. There we go. What is your age? Got it. Gender? Got it. Out of these, which is most important to you? Sports or cars? Your family or job? Looks? Different cultures? The environment? Or heavy metal music? Uh, yeah, your fa- the family or job. Beautiful. Which word appeals to you the most? Power? Welfare? Beauty? Repair? Smart, hopelessness. Okay, beauty's the obvious choice, but to switch it up, I'm going to go with repair. Okay. Repair is beautiful. How would you greet someone? Hello. Hi. Hey. Or hi ho Hey. (laughs) What is your favorite sport? (laughs) I think I know what it is. Soccer, football, shopping, building, or IDK? Uh, Football. I have recently gotten into football. (sighs) I knew it. She's the queen of football, you guys trying to win this fantasy football league you know what i mean if you see something broken in the home such as a dishwasher what do you do i call somebody call somebody got it Mm -hmm. pick one sarcasm teasing a dramatic performance to make someone laugh or corny jokes i gotta agree with dramatic performance to make somebody laugh and especially us together yes exactly (laughs) it's all shenanigans it is what do you do after school or work work on the car Homework or chores, ball practice, or I'm retired. (laughs) I guess homework or chores out of all of those. Out of the following, what music would you choose to listen to? Rock, opera, or metal? Honestly, metal. Metal, great. Out of the following, which movie would you most likely watch? Toy Story, The Lion King, any horror movie, or any chick flick? Any chick flick. Love it. Fuck yeah. Out of the following, which food would you choose? Polish food, fast food, or anything healthy? I'm going to do Polish food. It's good. It's Get heavy. some pierogies in this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Really good. What do you do if you find out you just failed a huge test? 
shrug it off. It's nothing unusual. Freak out. Or, yeah, right. You could never fail a test, which honestly is you. Uh, but I did fail a test for plagiarism one time. No way. And I didn't really care. It wasn't my fault. So uh, then you, so then, yeah, right. You yeah, let's do fail. yeah, right. That was the only time I failed, really. <laughs> okay, I'm going to choose that one, of course. My A plus queen. <laughs> do you see the glass? Glass? <laughs> I see that glass half full, baby. Glass half full? Perfect. Truth or dare? Oh, man. I like to mix it up. Like, I'll go truth. Yeah. I, I like to mix it up, too. But, like, dare, I feel like, is... I feel like Sexy. when you play truth or dare, everyone says truth at first, and mm-hmm. I'm the first one that, like, breaks ice, and I'm like, dare. dare. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, no. Really? No. I didn't know that. Here's the thing. Well, I, don't, I think it's not. I think it's the last one. I don't know if you could ever prove it. I don't know. I do think it. that there's other intelligent life in the universe. I think it's very unlikely that we will cross their paths within the same time period. That's my thing. Yeah. I believe there's probably civilizations popping in and out of existence at all different times. And the odds that we would be able to visit each other on those timelines, I think, is basically non-existent i think most of the alien stuff that we see is like ghosts which i do believe in or just like government shit but you do believe in them just you don't think that we'll ever meet them yeah i yeah i do think there's like other intelligent life in the universe i just don't think they're coming here during our lifetime you know like maybe they were here when it was a primordial soup right but just i think the odds of us having any interaction with them like during this brief tiny sliver that yeah. we have consciousness is yeah. like truly a needle in a haystack. Did I ever tell you, <clears throat> I'm not going to name names here, but my ex's ex spoke to aliens Whoa. and they have a whole YouTube channel about speaking to aliens. Whoa. I need to show it to you because I hate to say it, but it is some funny ass <laughs> sideways fucking shit. Like laughing at them. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> which is mean. Which is mean, but uh, I gotta see this. You need to. See, it is some wild ass shit. <laughs> okay, I'm very excited. I would love to. And I don't want to be a judgmental uh, fucking cunt, but <laughs> there's no way I can't. Like it's just funny. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Okay, so sh- do you want me to say yes or I don't know? I think it's I don't know. Okay. Did you like this quiz? Yes, no, or I don't. Yeah, know? Yes. I did. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Oh, and no. the first one that pops up is, am I gay? Am I gay? <laughs> okay. Heidi. Oh, my gosh. We're both so Heidi. So you're 90% Heidi. Dang. You are 80% Al. Oh, my God. Al's such a little nerd. I love Wait, which it. one is Al? Al's like his like little friend with the mustache. He's like, he's always ragging on. Oh, on the show? Yes. yes. He's always wears plaid. Yes. Okay. And you already... You already know the, mm-hmm, the Heidi just delivers a trout. I don't think we've ever gotten the what same answer. What percentage am I, Tim Allen? You are... 49. Okay. So you're uh, 80% Al, 74% Jill, 63% Mark, 61% Randy, 54% Wilson, 49% Tim, and 49% Brad Taylor. Wow. I'm like not at all like Tim. Interesting. Yeah. He's the one of the least that you're like. Wow. But you're 90% Heidi. <laughs> That's so funny. That is funny. <clears throat> okay. Fun, fun. Well, that was really fun. Uh, and yeah i don't know why i love this movie so much but i do i i think it's nostalgic but i think it's also timeless and i think it is 
like a lot of legal jargon which must be mm-hmm. fun for you mm-hmm. also probably frustrating because you're like you are so wrong it's yeah, beyond. I, just, I literally couldn't help myself from saying out loud when she threw the papers in the fire that's not how that works <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works I, that's what i was thinking when she threw them in i because of you i was like this is a binding contract that's not okay whatever um maybe she was doing it out of pure symbolism maybe she was to mm-hmm. be like i'm gonna talk to the judge mm-hmm. tomorrow right, or whatever yeah. i don't know how mm-hmm. that would work either but no the judge would be like you're all crazy yeah, like, you know i'm what? putting you're this child in a group home now you're welcome yeah yeah i'm calling the police um but yeah it's i think just a sweet movie and i think it does feel so good to have the resolution between charlie mm-hmm. his mom and neil and tim well right scott calvin and charlie's so fucking cute Charlie is so adorable. Tim Allen is funny. And yeah, Tim Allen is really funny. Bernard is hot. There's a lot of good quips, a lot of good like elbows in there. And I don't know. I just think it's really sweet and silly. Yeah, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. No. It's super fun. Like there's jokes flipping over each other Mm -hmm. the whole movie, which is great. But uh, no, I really loved it. I think Ebert was wrong. Yeah. What this fucking Groucho Mark? I was like, get the fuck out of here. Groucho? Like you're bringing that up regarding the santa claus but that's as weird as he gave it two and a half stars which is like pretty good for him but then you just kind of like shit on it the whole review yeah i think we, i definitely want to make a list of all of the percentages or all the stars that he gave each um, movie that we've gone over already yeah which by the way listeners we have a letterbox account and we just literally mm. give every movie five stars yeah <laughs> Because you know what? I don't think I've disliked a movie we've watched so no, far. I just think it's funny. To be like, like, they're the, all five stars. Yeah, they're all five stars to us. They're funny. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for next week. We're going to bring out another holiday movie. I don't think we've decided which one yet. No. Nah. Like, we know which ones are coming, but we don't know which mm-hmm. one is next. But you'll you'll have it. It'll be a good nostalgic uh, holiday hoobie wuddy. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, I love you, my wife. I love you, my wife. My, my blockbuster wife. My blockbuster wife. We love you, blockbuster BBWs. Blockbuster BB dubs. Mm. We love you guys Hold so it much. Down. We're gonna post that picture of uh, Stacy as a very cute baby, and see what you think. And the drink. And the drink. Yes, you guys need to see that. It's mm-hmm. uh, Chef's Kiss. May yes. I say? Absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys next week. We love you so love much. Bye. Bye. Thank you to our producer Brent for his editing skills, and to Grady for our delightful theme song. If you have questions for us or would like to advertise with us, please email us at blockbusterwives at gmail.com. And as always, please rate, subscribe, and tell all your friends about us. We love you!